At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. The Timberwolves had the formula to beat the Los Angeles Lakers. Up 15 in the third quarter. Mike Conley went 6 for 8 from the three-point line. Scored 23 points. Seemed to knock down a three whenever the Minnesota Timberwolves needed him to. Or hit free throws whenever the Minnesota Timberwolves needed him to. Carl Anthony Towns dominated the first half. Hitting fadeaways, knocking down threes. Attacking the lane, making sensational passes. Torian Prince, 14 points, 4 for 7 from the three-point line. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, 4 for 5, 1 for 1 from the three-point line, 11 points. Jalen Noel, after missing several games, scored 9 points himself. But the Timberwolves did not have enough. I think that's what's most disappointing in the Timberwolves' loss versus the Lakers. The Timberwolves played sensational through the first three quarters. Something crazy was going to have to happen. Something extraordinary. Something unlikely that's also extraordinary was going to have to happen for the Timberwolves to upset the Lakers on the road. And it happened. Prince, Conley, Anderson, uh, Alexander Walker, Jalen Noel, and Towns all played great basketball. And Anthony Edwards went 3 for 17, 0 for 9 from the three-point line. Scored nine points, had five assists and eight rebounds. 
I shared with my wife that the way the Timberwolves were going to have to win this game is if Edwards had 10 or more rebounds, and he had eight. He had four turnovers, four personal fouls, got injured. Obviously, that affected him in the in, in the fourth quarter a little bit, but how much did it really because he was struggling throughout that entire game? The Lakers is a really tough matchup for Edwards. Why? Because they're extremely athletic with Jared Vanderbilt guarding him. They're really long with Anthony Davis in the paint. They're athletic. They can match up athletically with Anthony Edwards, and they can and they're also very long. So their length can make up for some of the athleticism that they lack. And that's why Edwards has struggled versus the Lakers in these last two games. This isn't the first time Edwards has struggled against Jared Vanderbilt. After the game versus the Pelicans, Anthony Edwards admitted that he sucked versus the Lakers in their previous matchup, and he's excited to play them again. Well, Edwards, you sucked again. I think what's so frustrating about the loss is that the other guys played well enough for the Timberwolves to win. The Timberwolves played well enough without Jaden McDaniels and Rudy Gobert. They recreated them. Prince and Conley and Anderson and Alexander and Noel played amazing to the point where you didn't even miss Jaden McDaniels in this game. I saw some people talking about that after the game, like, oh, this was a game where the Timberwolves really needed Jaden McDaniels. And I don't quite agree with that because the Lakers only scored 108 points. And McDaniels would have guarded LeBron, but Prince and Edwards did an amazing job on LeBron. LeBron went for 30, 10, and 6, but he was a minus 14 for his team when he was on the court. The Timberwolves outscored the Lakers by 14 points when LeBron James was on the court. The problem was Dennis Schroeder was a plus 22, Hakamira was a plus 20, and Brown Jr. was a plus 10. Anthony Davis was a plus 9, and he killed the Minnesota Timberwolves inside. All we needed to win this game was a good five-minute offensive spurt from Anthony Edwards in the fourth quarter. And the entire game, Anthony Edwards was clanking threes. He couldn't finish inside because of the length of the Lakers. He struggled exploding past Jared Vanderbilt at times. And that's why the Timberwolves lost. They outscored him in the first quarter. They outscored them in the second quarter, had an 11-point halftime lead, got the lead up to 15 points in the third quarter, Finch gambled, and went without Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards at the same time. And the gamble sort of worked. The Lakers didn't dominate in that scenario, but they cut it down to seven going into the fourth quarter. And what ultimately costed the Minnesota Timberwolves was their offense in the fourth quarter because their defense was amazing. They didn't miss Gobert. They didn't miss McDaniels in the defensive category. Maybe in the rebounding category, they missed Gobert just a little bit. 
but Gobert had back spasms anyway. So how healthy would have you really have been? Probably not very much. Timberwolves missed 14 of their final 16 shots. And all they needed to win this game was to score 13 points in the fourth quarter. And they scored 12. And three of those points came from Mike Conley at the free throw line with 0.1 second left. You can criticize the officials because they got whistle happy in the second half. They were making calls that they weren't calling in the first half, which was a huge advantage for the Timberwolves because they could be physical with the Lakers. They could push and shove around a little bit and be physical with Anthony Davis on the boards. And the officials let them play. And then in the second half, the officials, for some reason, changed their officiating and called it more tight. But that didn't cost the Minnesota Timberwolves the game. There was a free throw disparity in the second half. The Lakers shot 17 free throws to the Minnesota Timberwolves, three free throws. But a lot of that is because Anthony Edwards wasn't aggressive. Carl Anthony Towns was in foul trouble, and he couldn't be as aggressive. But it was a phenomenal game to watch, but highly disappointing because the others did their job against the Lakers. But Anthony Edwards did not do his. You just hope at this point that he's going to be fully healthy against the New Orleans Pelicans. Because when he came back from that shoulder injury, and Finch didn't disclose much post-game, but he said that he was cramping and he didn't say much or or much of anything of, of that shoulder injury. But you could see Anthony Edwards. It looked like his left arm was just kind of hanging there. And, you know, he kind of flipped over a player, landed on his face a little bit, landed on his shoulder. Some people were speculating that he might have a concussion, but I don't think he had a concussion. I don't think he would have played if he had a concussion. Um, but, yeah, uh, one more takeaway in this game. A couple more takeaways, I should say. What is Jordan McLaughlin doing? For whatever reason, these last few games against the Los Angeles Lakers specifically that I can recall off the top of my memory, he has just been atrocious. McLaughlin, 0 for 5, 0 for 3 from the three-point line. Why are you shooting threes? McLaughlin, you are not a good three-point shooter. You are not even an average three-point shooter. For the year, you shoot 30% from the three-point line, and you average just under two a game. And now in the biggest moments, you're trying these floaters over LeBron James in the paint. And LeBron James just laughed it off. I mean, it was the easiest block that he's ever had in his 20-year NBA career. Jordan McLaughlin set that up for LeBron like it was just, here, swat it. It was like a fly playing dead that wasn't dead yet. He's turning the ball over. But his shot selection is what I have a problem with. He had two turnovers, one personal foul, zero rebounds, zero assists, one steal. McLaughlin is known for being a smart player. Let's be honest. That's why he's in the league. 
McLaughlin isn't out there to shoot threes. He's not out there to harass guys on the defensive end either. Why? Because is he even six feet tall? He doesn't have any offensive game. He's got a little defensive game. He's out there because he's a smart player. He's six feet, 185 pounds. His advantage and only advantage is his basketball IQ. Historically, Jordan McLaughlin would make the right pass when the right pass was there. He would make the right play when the right play was there to be made. But for whatever reason, he has got it in his mind that he is supposed to take these three-pointers and floaters in the lane over LeBron James. I actually know the problem. And I should take some self-responsibility for this. A while back when I had Parker on the podcast regularly, which I hope to get do again soon, I explained to him that it was a great thing that he came on the Minnesota Tim podcast. It was a great thing for his marriage. Because Brett Favre declined an invitation on the Minnesota Tim podcast. And the scandal in Mississippi came out. There was a girl that declined me when I lived in Washington, D.C. for three years. And she became single, knocked up, and pregnant. It is a bad thing when people turn down the Minnesota Tim. And Jordan McLaughlin is the latest victim of turning down the Minnesota Tim podcast. I'm just telling you the truth. KJ Osborne, get ready for a career year next year because he joined the Minnesota Tim podcast. I had to pay him, but he still joined the Minnesota Tim podcast. I reached out to Jordan McLaughlin. I asked him to come on the Minnesota Tim podcast, and he respectfully declined. It's not like he was a douche about it. He respectfully declined. But after he declined, his game descended into a gutter, and it's been leaking ever since. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The Timberwolves had that game won. They had it won. Players stepped up when they had to step up, but Edwards could not close the deal. The team was stuck on 95 points forever. Their offense in the fourth quarter went to the crapper. And it was a disappointing loss. I mean, up by 15 points at the end of the third quarter with four minutes left, and you could just feel it. Watching that game, you knew the Lakers had another run in them. But watching that game, you knew they had another run in them. But you could just feel it. The Timberwolves got a 15-point lead too early, and there's plenty of time left for the Lakers to come back and win. And they came back and won. And that's the story. But uh, on to New Orleans or the Thunder. We'll see. The Timberwolves will play the winner of that game on Friday at home. 
This kind of feels like the San Antonio Spurs loss to the Miami Heat in the 2013 finals in game six. The Spurs played incredible. And Ray Allen hit a crazy baseline three-pointer to send it into overtime. The Miami Heat won. And the Spurs had no energy in game seven. They had nothing left. They competed, but they weren't going to win. They had nothing left. And that's what I feel is going to happen to the Minnesota Timberwolves. I have doubts about Friday. Of course, I'm a believer. Deep down, I'm a believer. But I have doubts about Friday's game. Why? Because they expended so much energy to try to beat the Lakers. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Thank you for making the podcast a part of your day. Rate, review, follow me on socials. Have a great day. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> That. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.